0: You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Monday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Can you believe 28 teams remain in contention for the playoffs? That's the record for most teams in uh, Super Bowl contention. With three weeks left to go since 2004. Also happened in 1982 and 1995 when there were 27 teams. That's one of those stats where you hear it and you go, wait, 28 teams. Are we one of them? Jets? No, you're not. Uh, Jags? You're not. Lions? You're not.
1: Are the Giants in there as well? New York Giants are 4-10. It might be the Houston Texans at 3-11. Oh, okay.
0: All right. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. We say good morning to Peacock. That's our streaming partner. And Fox Sports Radio lineup, iHeartRadio. We're in nearly 400 cities around America. Ian Rappaport did a sit-down interview with Urban Meyer. And uh, Ian, who works for the NFL Network, will join us coming up. And uh, we'll ask him what's next for Urban Meyer. Carson Palmer also stops by a little bit later on. He is Rick Stroud, and he covers the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the uh, Tampa Bay Times, and he joins us on the program. What the hell happened last night, Rick?
2: I don't know, but I think it means they're going to win the Super Bowl because the last two times they did that, they got swept by the Saints in a regular season. So, you know, nothing's changed.
0: But is this – how big is is this locally? Because nationally it it feels like, all right, just like a – Aberration. All right. So they had a bad night here. They don't do well against the Saints. Does the sky fall in Tampa when something like this happens? I think it
2: does from this standpoint. I mean, they lost their top two receivers, right? And their leading running back. So that is not a small thing. I mean, Chris Godwin has a sprained MCL. He's not coming back uh, anytime soon. Some of these guys might be out until the postseason. Um, oh. You know, and now. You know, the seating is they're not going to get the number one seed, So if they make it to the championship game, they're going to have to pack the thermals, go back to Green Bay and do all that over again. This was a, a pretty seismic loss to a team that has owned them. I mean, Brady's 0-4 uh, in the regular season since he's been here with the Bucks, And they've got the formula on defense to take down this
0: Tampa Bay team. Antonio Brown is coming back. Why?
2: Well, so much for the last strike rule, right? Yeah. It's because the the umpire is Tom Brady, right? I mean, Bruce Arian said one more, so it doesn't matter. And what better time to get a receiver back than when you've lost your top two guys? They said they would do what's best for the football team, and that means Antonio Brown because they're down to him and Brashard Perriman, who was off uh, with the COVID. He's the guy that was the, the game-winning touchdown in overtime you know, against the Bills. So really, those are their top two receivers right now. The other guys didn't do anything, and Gronk, had maybe one of the worst games I've seen him play. I mean, he had 11 targets, just two catches, dropped a ton of footballs. So they're desperate right now for some guys that can catch the ball for Tom Brady.
0: What's New Orleans do that very few teams, if any other teams can do to Tom Brady?
2: Well, what they're able to do is lock down their outside receivers in man coverage. They play really good, tight man coverage. Marshawn Lattimore has had a a running battle for years with Mike Evans. He does a really good job so it's a lot of combat catches, a lot of close tight throws. They're able to rush four guys and, and and impact the quarterback. You know Cam Jordan had an unbelievable day. He seems to do that every time they play. Mario Davis and Quan Alexander are very active. They can blitz them on third down and then they can play cover two with the two high safeties. so you don't get anything over the top. So it's really the perfect plan against the Bucks and, and you know, they, they were not executing very well, to say the least.
0: You know, you got guys who are sore losers, but they say they're ultra-competitive. You know, Urban Meyer brought this up in his interview with Ian Rappaport. You know, Tom Brady is not a gracious loser. Um, no. Anybody have a problem with that? Well, only
2: probably not because he's such a terrific winner. I mean, he's won more than anybody, but you're right. I mean, uh, barking at Dennis Allen on the sidelines, uh, I think he, you know, he had intentional grounding on a surface on on his own bench and, and threw one of those down. He is not a guy you want to be around when he loses games. Uh, he has said this before that you know, winning to him now at this stage with the expectations is more of a relief uh, than it is much of a joy, and losing it just eats at him alive. And I don't want to put him in the Urban Meyer category. I mean, he doesn't walk around like that. Um, he'll get over it pretty well, and he'll focus on the next game. But he's miserable when he loses because he's just not used to doing it.
0: We had Bruce Arians on last week, and he said that this year was supposed to be the Super Bowl year, not last year. Do you think he still feels that way?
2: Well, I think he's glad he won one, uh, you know, because it worked out for him. And they wouldn't have gone on the road this year and, and, you know, played in front of half-empty stadiums. I mean, it worked out for them that they were the road team and did that. Um, You know, they brought back the 22 starters, but every year is different, Dan. They were lucky with injuries. They've been decimated in the secondary with it this year. Now you've lost a couple of receivers on offense where they've been pretty healthy all year. Um, So this is why it's so hard to repeat. It's just hard to win one, much less two. doesn't matter who your quarterback is, but they're not out of this thing. They'll have a say uh, in the postseason. They need to win one more game. They got the Panthers twice and the Jets in between them. They're going to win the NFC South, I believe. And then they got to hope that they get a home game or two, and uh, we'll have to go on the road and win a championship.
0: If I said you had to bet on one, the Buccaneers win the Super Bowl or the Buccaneers lose their first playoff game?
2: Well, I mean, it's so hard to win a Super Bowl. I would say the first playoff game. And the way it's trending right now, you know, you may see the New Orleans Saints back in Tampa Bay. I mean you just don't know. You know, they're not out of it either. So depending on the matchup, um, before this game, it would have been the Washington football team. They've struggled against Tyler Heideke. They lost to him uh, up there in the regular season. They didn't play well in the postseason against them. So uh, anything can happen when you get in these uh, these tournaments. But Brady's been pretty good uh, after winning Super Bowls. He's gotten back to a few of them. He's he's you know gotten to the championship game almost every time when he's defended one of these. So uh, I think they'll do well in the playoffs. But yeah, just to, to say they're going to go back to back, that hasn't happened since Tom did it. So I would definitely take the, the losing in the first round.
0: Talking to Rick Stroud, he covers the Bucks for the Tampa Bay Times. He broke the Antonio Brown story. Was that a month ago? Um, yeah. How did you hear about it? Or what did you hear at the time about Antonio Brown and his vaccination card?
2: Well, you know, Antonio Brown has a habit of not paying people uh, that he owes. And uh, that's sort of how it came to us. You know, uh, there there was a chef in Los Angeles. Uh, he had been part of Antonio's entourage. He was more than a chef. He invited him to live in Tampa. Uh, you know, he trusted him with his girlfriend, his car, and his house key. And I wouldn't do that with anybody. But, um, you know, when he didn't pay him, uh, he tried to collect. He was unsuccessful. But he had a story to tell. And the story was that, you know, Antonio Brown had been seeking and, and obtained a fake vaccination card. Turned out it was actually three players, including John Franklin, who's a free agent. And we know Mike Edwards was involved in that. Um, the Bucks didn't really want to hear about it. Um, you know, these cards are hard to verify, but they were all from a county that's 80 miles north of Tampa. They couldn't get their story straight, Dan, or they would have gotten away with it. Um, you know, Antonio said he went up there by himself. He didn't. Uh, or he did go by himself and the other guys, you know, would have gone on the same day. That didn't make any sense. So they took their punishment. They took the three games rather than make it a longer suspension. And now they're going to be back and they desperately need them. But it was just a, you know, I mean, Antonio Brown has a a history of doing what's in Antonio Brown's best interest. He did not keep the team safe. He got COVID in week two. That's the thing I think people forget, that he was actually infected with this virus and could have gotten somebody very sick, including – Uh, you know, 69-year-old Bruce Arians or an 80-something-year-old Tom Moore. So it was not a good thing.
0: If Tampa won last night and didn't have injuries to their wide receivers, would Antonio Brown be on the roster today?
2: I think he would. I think they made that decision. And Dan, it's just simple. I don't know how else to say this. What Tom Brady wants, he is going to get so long as he's here. If Tom Brady wants Antonio Brown on the roster, I'm not sure what he would do short of a suspension that would keep him off of it. They owe Tom Brady, right? He put a trophy in their case, almost tossed it in the river, but he gave these guys uh, <laughs> increases in their salaries, um, you know, contract extensions. They're indebted to him. The ownership loves them. And, you know, look, he's brought in Gronkowski, Fournette, Antonio Brown. Those are his guys, and they're the ones that helped him win a Super Bowl last year. I think they all caught touchdown passes or scored one. So uh, Tom Brady's running the show here. Make no mistake about
0: it. Oh, it's great to talk to you, Rick. Thank you. Great work on uh, the Antonio Brown story as well. Thanks, Dan. That's Rick Stroud. Covers the Bucs for the Tampa Bay Times. I remember there are a lot of people who denied that report when it first came out. And Rick's been doing this a long time. And I thought, I'm going to bet on Rick. And I'm going to bet against Antonio Brown. You know, the MVP has become a quarterback award, if you think about it. A quarterback has won every year since Adrian Peterson's 2,000-yard season. That was back in 2012. But on Saturday night, Jonathan Taylor certainly stated his case because I don't think they're a good offense. I think he helps Carson Wentz immensely, not vice versa. And he's by far and away the NFL's leading rusher. He's got 18 total touchdowns, and he's got a couple of games left to play. And if the MVP does stand for most valuable player, then Taylor deserves that. What he means to the Colts. Because you, sometimes you look at the MVP and you think, well, he's the most valuable player in the NFL. And I look at sometimes we forget that who's the most valuable player to the team that he plays on. Because without Jonathan Taylor, you're not a playoff team. You're nowhere near it because you don't have a quarterback who can lead you with big numbers. You know, the Colts are 8-6. and six. They're in the middle of the AFC playoff picture. Good defense, and they seem to survive Carson Wentz. Derrick Henry ran for over 2,000 yards last season, but he didn't win the MVP. So you have to be realistic about Taylor's chances. But while Derrick Henry was unbelievable, Aaron Rodgers had one of the great seasons in NFL history. And he's doing it again this year. I, I don't know if he'll win the MVP. I still think that it should count against him that, He lied to his team uh, or the NFL. He missed the Kansas City game. But they might have the best record in the NFC and be hosting, you know, the playoffs there. And Aaron Rodgers was wonderful again yesterday. He's magical. I I love what there's so many great quarterbacks, you know, and, and they all have different styles. You know, Mahomes is fascinating. Justin Herbert's great. Joe Burrow, I love watching him. Uh, you know, Brady as well. I mean, Brady's more methodical. You know, they're not plays where you go, wow. You just go, damn, did it again. Aaron Rodgers still has plays where you go, wow. Like, how did he do that? And you look at the window. like, like You don't even think there's a window there. There's not a window there. And somehow he finds the window. And he just has these magical moments there. And you saw that again yesterday. And that's a that's a Ravens team that's tough to beat there. And I know the secondary was banged up. As soon as, and Troy Aikman did a great job on this. As soon as they, you know, one of the defensive backs got banged up, and then they brought in a pra- guy called up from the practice squad. And, the, and he's on Devontae Adams. And I'm going, oh boy, I hope he has help. And... Troy said all he has to do is not let him get outside. He forces him in. He's got the safety waiting to help him. That's it. Adams does a little move, and then he goes in, out, touchdown. And it was just so quick. And that's one of those where Adams had to just say to Rodgers, or vice versa, hey, just do one of those and those, and then I'll throw it to you, and then we'll score a touchdown. And that's how it played out there. Yeah, probably.
1: They were breaking down that game this morning and Orlovsky was talking about how they basically had two people. It was, there was, he compared it to a box and one in basketball where they said two guys at all moments on Devontae Adams. He still had six catches. Even with the, a box and one basically.
0: More phone calls coming up. We'll talk to Ian Rappaport, the NFL insider for the NFL Network, did an interview with Urban Meyer. Urban had some interesting comments. And you have the owner on record saying he's not going to pay uh, Urban Meyer. Now, if you fire somebody for cause, and I'll ask Ian Rappaport about this, like, what is the cause? Is, is the cause what happened at the bar in Columbus, Ohio? Because you didn't fire him right after that. Was it the incident in August with Josh Lambeau, your former kicker? Or is there something else? But when you say, I'm going to fire you for cause, what is the cause? Because if they have six wins right now, are you going to fire him for cause? I'd be curious about that. So Ian will join us coming up. We'll get to more phone calls as well. Update the poll results, uh, McLovin, before we take a break.
3: Which is more likely to happen, the Bucks win the Super Bowl or the Bucks lose their first playoff game? 68% say lose their first playoff game. Okay. All right.
0: Well, you're going to be on the road at some point, and you could run into the Saints again. If you go to Green Bay again. You know, they, everything went well. It wasn't a home field advantage, a true home field advantage for the Packers. No fans. But the weather was moderate. And, uh, you know, Tampa beat... Green Bay twice last year. Once in the playoffs, once during the regular season. Yeah, McClellan. Paul had a tributary poll off of a this. A tributary? <laughs> what, what, what does that mean? Like what, a what, It's like I, a
3: main river. This is a main river. There's a tributary, a branch that runs off. Is, there,
0: there, is there a confluence here? Yes.
3: <laughs> kind of like the Missouri River. It, this is a Missouri River of poll options. Okay. He asks, is Tom Brady a sore loser or a winner who can't stand losing? Based on the fact that he threw a tablet. So all this
1: is, is how are you going to phrase it? Do you like his behavior yesterday or do you not like it?
0: Well, if he wants to throw something on the sidelines, his tablet, like, okay. But there have been times when he doesn't shake guys' hands. Like, you know, quarterbacks always shake each other's hands. And he doesn't do that. That, to me, is disrespectful. But, you know, he doesn't lose very often. You would think he would be better about not losing very. Imagine the, the quarterbacks who lose all the time, who still go out there and shake the other quarterback. They don't go. Now nope, tired of this. I mean, Jared Goff shakes hands every week, no, but yeah, that bothers me. It bothers me more when a quarterback doesn't go to the other quarterback. You know, the coaches. I get it. You know that. You know, you just don't want to go out there and mess with that. You should show respect, but you know, quarterbacks, everybody loves everybody in the quarterbacking fraternity. And that bothered me. Remember when we had Nick Foles on and I said, Did Brady shake your hand after the Super Bowl? And he's like, No, but that's okay. (laughs) Like, come on, come on. Nick's a nice guy. Yes, Todd, you were gonna...
3: And the losing quarterback seems to perfect that uh, small talk <laughs> after. Hey, you guys were great. Good job. You guys were the yeah,
0: better team. Yeah, they've,
3: yeah. they've got all the lines already
1: all figured out ahead of time.
0: Yeah, must be nice to win again. Yeah. yeah look at this crap I got to play with. All there. the best
1: in the playoffs. <laughs> we're not going, but you guys, good luck in the first round.
0: That's where you hope that the microphone, you know, where the NFL films always has that microphone, where you're not saying anything that's in, you know, inflammatory, incendiary. Take a break. We're back after this on The Dan Patrick Show. You finish golfing, lifting weights. Maybe you uh, run a couple of miles. You got those sore muscles. Post-workout discomfort popping up in new spots all the time. That's why you need Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. Carson Palmer uses it. Ricky Fowler. Steve Garvey. Just a name drop. I trust Level Select CBD because it's formulated with doctors. High concentration of CBD. There's no THC. People always want to know. It's got THC in it. I go, no. It just... CBD, and you will feel it work in 30 seconds or less. You apply that Level Select right to the source spots and let that proprietary blend of CBD go to work, and it does. Go to levelselectcbd.com. Make sure you use the promo code DP30. $30 off your entire order today. They have a lot of great products there, but I do love the uh, Level Select CBD sports creams and roll-ons. $30 off Level Select CBD com. Promo code is DP30. Not available in Idaho, Iowa and South Dakota. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, nine until noon Eastern, six to nine Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. There are a lot of bettors who bought into Jacksonville somehow. Going to be a better football team without Urban Meyer as its head coach in the game against the Texans. Texans came in and spanked them. We'll get some more phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. McLovin, update the poll results, and we'll get to Ian Rappaport.
3: Which is more likely, the Bucks win the Super Bowl or the Bucks go out in the first round? 70% now say the Bucks lose their first playoff game.
0: You can see the Raiders-Browns airing tonight at 5 Eastern on NFL Network. You can follow Ian Rappaport on Twitter, at Rap Sheet and he joins us now. Ian, before we get to Urban Meyer, I brought up something in the first hour that I don't know if the NFL would consider taking away the final regular season of uh of games to have everybody have that opportunity to get ready for the playoffs. Is there are there anything is there anything drastic that's on the table here with uh COVID?
4: No, I mean to me it seems like what the drastic things are over, right? Like last week was pretty drastic and it was it was a lot of flashbacks from last year. Um a lot of is this game gonna be rescheduled? What's it gonna mean? When are they gonna play this? Everyone's on short rest, teams are unhappy, COVID ruining everything. Like that felt like, you know, that like Thursday, Friday last week felt like last year and I had like heart palpitations. It was not fun. Um, because last year sucked. But Based on the way the NFL has adjusted the COVID-19 protocols, based on um, the threshold now where it's easier for guys to test out, based on the testing being more symptom-based rather than just testing every fully vaccinated asymptomatic person, it seems like these will probably be the only postponements we'll have. So I, I think the NFL is probably in a pretty decent spot.
0: I just didn't think it was fair to the Eagles that the Washington football team didn't take care of business, and now you're going to put that on a Tuesday, and then you're going to make the Eagles play on Saturday.
4: Yeah, I mean, I I, I hear you, but do we know that the Washington football team didn't take care of business? Like that's that's kind of my sort of my response, I guess you would say, is like it's COVID. It seems to be transmitting way faster than. Anyone imagined, and I don't know that anyone did anything wrong, like I haven't heard that Washington didn't follow the protocols. I mean remember there are, for, for fully vaccinated players, there are no mass in buildings. It could literally be one guy going to see his family or someone's wife or something testing positive, bringing into the facility, and that's that like that's so I don't know if they did anything wrong. I don't know that the browns did anything wrong. I think it's just COVID and COVID sucks.
0: When did you get word that Urban Meyer wanted to or would allow to uh, have you ask him questions? Uh,
4: So it was actually a little surreal, I have to say. So I, you know, you always check in, you always call, it's always worth it, right? So when I got the feeling that things were going bad, um, I got the feeling that he might get fired. um, I reached out, heard nothing. And then I called on Friday morning just doing my due diligence. You never know, maybe he wants to talk. So I call him nothing, no response. Um, I text him. I said like, Hey, it might be a long shot, but I'd love to talk to you if you want to talk. So he calls me back and he says, Hey, you know, yeah, I'm really disappointed. Um, you know, it's frustrating. I love Jacksonville and I kind of stop and I'm like, are we, can I interview other like, is this an interview? Cause he started kind of started in like, it's an interview. And I'm like, can I interview? You? And he was like, you know, what, what did you have in mind? I'm like, getting your feelings on getting fired. And he was like, all right. And then I, I was like, can I record you? Because I didn't want to screw up any of the quotes. And he's like, that's fine. So then I have an app on my phone, which I haven't used in a while. So I had to download it again while I'm on the phone with him while he's awkwardly waiting. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. He's like, it's okay. I'm walking on the beach. I'm like, "Oh, that's nice. So then we talked for 25 minutes. I asked everything I wanted to ask. Um, he commented on almost everything except the legal situation with his contract. And then that was it. But it was, I mean, I cannot honestly say I was expecting to call him to him to call me back, but here we were.
0: Why was he fired?
4: he actually summed that up really well for me so we're kind of going through things we're talking and he was like you hey, know there's always a reason someone answers the phone or someone calls back right if there's i'm not you know holding him down and forcing him to talk to me there's clearly something he wanted to say so at some point he said look here's the main point we tried really hard and we failed and i was like yeah that is what it is because there are plenty of coaches who treat people not great. There are player, coaches who are yellow players. There are coaches who treat, who are very hard on their assistants. Right. Um, and that's a, kind of a technique where you're really hard on your assistants. So you don't have to be hard on your players. Right. Um, in the end, he wasn't a good enough football coach because has he, had he been better then we wouldn't be in this situation. All this stuff would have been just kind of stuff, but like he kind of stopped being an X's and O's coach several years ago. He's more of a, culture builder. He's more of a CEO type coach. I don't think in the end his assistant coaches didn't do a good enough job. He didn't do a good enough job and then then he got fired.
0: But when you get fired for cause, are you is the cause you're a bad coach?
4: No. Um, Although I'm not going to anyway I'm not going to say what I was going to say. No, he got fired for cause because of several specific incidents. There was the incident with Josh Lambeau, which he has denied. There's the incident with a woman who was not his wife at a bar in Columbus, which you can't deny was on video. Um, and then, the, you know, there were, there were the other reports and all that. But firing for cause is a legal move, I guess you would say. I don't know. That's not really the right word, but to not pay. It. So I would imagine they will go into negotiations now To come up with some sort of settlement where he will leave with a certain amount of money that will probably be less than he was originally scheduled to get paid but if you're wondering about the timing which i think everyone was wondering about to me the best way i could sum it up was they knew they were going to fire him it was obvious he was gone at the end of the season so if you're going to do that just fire him now and then the story stops
0: yeah, but with Lambo, that's in August. Is, you know, whatever you want to call it in a bar in Columbus, like, those, are those fireable offenses? And, it, and if it was that bad in August, why not fire him then? If this team has six wins, Ian, okay, is he fired? Probably not.
4: Probably not. Because it, it, let's say they had six wins. That would be an improvement. And let's say you had some moments from Trevor Lawrence where, like, he looks like he's – kind of getting in and being the guy you want him to be probably not fired to me this is like he wasn't they did not think he was good enough football coach he didn't win enough games and then there was all the other stuff so it's like let's just do this now we get the stories to stop fire him for cause and then you know you almost always in this situation you settle. i mean even john gruden settled right um so with the raiders not with the nfl um So I think that's kind of the situation here is just do it now, make this bad story stop and start the process of replacing him.
0: Get the feeling Urban wants to coach again?
4: Uh, I didn't get that feeling. He said to me that, you know, he was kind of going through it and I could sort of see his mind churning a little bit. He was like, you know, I had the perfect life before this and then Shad recruited me and he meant so much to me and he really did up the perfect life i mean you know not all tv jobs are are the same um some of us have to work every day as you know um but he didn't he only worked on saturdays and he was on fox and so like would i be surprised if he was back on fox talking about college football like i wouldn't be surprised um what is going to be interesting is you know there are a lot of great college football jobs filled this year but like let's say next year one of those really good jobs comes open. I don't know if he's going to be tempted because I don't think he ended up, I didn't think he thought he was going to be tempted by the Jaguars, but he was.
0: Yeah. I, I, I don't know. And I talked to somebody at Fox over the weekend and they're like, Hey, you know, we would welcome him back. Yeah. I heard that too. Yeah. I'm just curious if, uh, like, it's hard to go out this way. It's like a player doesn't want to go out, you know, losing, you know, does he want to go out with his reputation or legacy with this attached to it? And that's what I always wonder if, if he's, and he's not old. What is he? 57. He's just
4: been, he's just been a great coach for so long, you know? So it's like, I'm a Mets fan. They hired Buck Showalter. And I'm like, wow, he must be like 80, but he's, but he's not, Yeah, he just has done it. He was, he was an older looking coach for the Yankees and he was like 35. Um, So I, I don't know the answer to that question. I know this didn't leave a great taste in his mouth. And I was surprised at how much he talked about just. Failing like he was, it was very matter of fact, you know, sometimes you sort of feel like during interviews, and I'm sure you've been through this. You feel like you sort of have to dance around some things like this wasn't that at all. He was real upfront with getting fired and not doing a good enough job You know.
0: Yeah, I, I wondered about that. But, you know, what can you say and how, how – usually you're going to know early on in an interview, and you're like, oh, okay, you know, we, we can go there. Or I, I feel yeah. like I got the green light here a little bit. And and maybe he just well, yeah. wanted to explain and get it off – you know, he wanted people to hear his – side and I wonder about the Josh Lambeau story, though, Ian, because I don't know if that's one of those where, you know, you you kick him, but you're not really – you're just – Hey, come on! Now make go out there and make some damn kicks or whatever. I I don't. Did he explain his side of that? You know, did he kick the kicker?
4: Um, he he denied it. Um, you know, the more I the more I delve into the situation, and I think what he denied was the specific way that Josh Lambeau illustrated it in the uh, in the Tampa newspaper, Tampa Bay Times, right in the Tampa Bay Times. You know. I have no doubt that he came over and called him something, especially because I think at that point, and this is like, I still honestly think he's trying to learn who everybody was. So like, did he have a nickname for the kicker? Like, probably, you know, that's just the way he's always been. So like, did he come over, tap him on the butt with his shoe and say like, come on, whatever, like make some kicks probably did Uh, probably trying to build a little rapport. Clearly did not work. Uh, Clearly Lambeau was, you know, didn't, was not feeling it you know, and I think maybe not everybody likes to be called names like that, but I'm just, this is not, I'm not, I'm not explaining it away. This is not that. I'm just saying logistically, if you kick a player and it's during stretching and there's media there and there's fans there and everyone is watching and other players, I just imagine there'll be some larger reaction than everyone finding out a couple of months later.
0: Talking to Ian Rappaport and a national insider for the NFL network. Uh, Any further updates on Deshaun Watson?
4: No, Um, he is, he is languishing uh, on the active roster. He is an active. The next legal checkpoint, I believe is depositions, which should be in February or March unless the cases get settled. And, you know, he was not traded to the dolphins because he was not able to settle his uh, 20 plus cases. In the offseason, you know, I would imagine he gets traded. I don't know the timing of it, but there's going to be more. The whole offseason is going to be about quarterbacks. Like last offseason was, this is going to be the offseason I think we were supposed to have because we could have several big-time guys on the move. I think he does get on the move. And a lot, I mean, so many teams, so many teams need quarterbacks in a draft where you're going to get some, but you're not going to get all the answers.
0: Is Baker Mayfield playing tonight? He is not. No, Uh,
4: I think Baker Mayfield thought he was going to play. He posted on the old Instagram that he thought he was going to play a couple minutes ago, I think actually right before we started, they announced their final transactions before the game. Um, John Johnson, the safety comes off the list. So he's playing, but Baker, no case. Keenum, no. So uh, a lot of Nick Mullins, who (laughs) the last time we saw him on a national stage was balling out. Um, (laughs) We'll see if he can resurrect his career today.
0: Look at you selling it. Great! Hey, it is exclusive
4: on NFL <laughs> Network. Now, is that the reason I'm selling Nick Mone's? No, it's like a coincidence. I'm just saying it's, it's okay. going to be a great game. Yeah,
0: of course it is. And it's uh, exclusively on the NFL Network yeah. at 5 Eastern. Tune in. Uh, great job, Ian. Thank you. Appreciate your time. All right. Thanks, Dan. Thanks for having That's, me. That's uh, Ian Rappaport, National Insider for the NFL Network and NFL.com couple of phone calls in here. Jesse in Los Angeles. Hi, Jess. What's on your mind? Hey, DP. Hey, Jess. Hey, good morning,
2: gents. Best of the weekend. Had to be Todd getting named LVD for the fourth time, a la Peyton Manning with the MVP. That's hallowed ground there, Todd. Great work. Worst of the weekend, Teddy Bridgewater. Hate to see it. It's pretty Ooh. scary, especially with all that he's been through. So, uh, DP, the backroom MVP, definitely got to be Marvin for all that he does, and even that scene, which I love. And obviously, Lisa valuable that Dylan, because uh, he went Henry Hill on The Backroom (laughs) Brethren. And also, on Benedict Arnold's departure, will there be a small segment on the show when he leaves that highlights the ridiculous things he says, such as, why is pop music so popular? And one more thing, suck it, Sully.
0: All right, uh, that's Jesse in Los Angeles. Not nice. A a shout out to (laughs) McLovin's buddy, Sully, who's going to call in apparently at the top of the hour. Sully, I guess, is the number one fan we have. He's up there. He interrupted a very solemn moment when I was in Normandy with my wife. They were playing taps, taking down the flag at the uh, cemetery where all the soldiers are buried. And he wanted a picture while I was filming this. I was had my camera out, got tears coming down my face, and he goes, "Hey, can I get a picture when uh, you're done?" Yeah, Paulie.
1: It's 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 hard to imagine. It's like one of those stories where you like, well, that's not that's not real, you know. Like that's it, it's a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode yeah, that yeah. you would write. And it's real.
0: <laughs> I showed the Danettes the video. I still have the video of they're taking down the American flag, and what you don't hear is Sully saying, oh, "Hey, can I?" Get a picture. He's going to join us coming up. I guess
3: he's got his side of the story, McLevin? No, I, I don't think he has his side of the story. Okay. He just he
0: wants to reiterate his fandom. Doesn't that count for something? You got to read the room. In this case, we're at a cemetery. They're playing tabs, and I am videotaping this. Yeah, but of all the times you run into Dan Patrick, <laughs> how often is that going to happen? At Normandy? So it's not Sully's fault that he ran into me at Normandy. Like, if it's Buffalo Wild Wings, then, then it's fine. I have to be honest. If I ran
3: into you in France, I would be flustered, and I kind of forget my decorum.
0: Well, Sully did. Long-time listener, first-time interrupter. Thank you. Uh, we'll take a break. Our best and worst of the weekend. More phone calls coming up, top of the hour. Taylor Heineke, not Tyler, and the Washington football team. Head to Dallas to take on Dak Prescott and the boys. NFC East Showdown. Sunday seven Eastern on NBC and Peacock. Shocking sound from Bill Belichick. I'll have that for you coming up. And the Danette's best and worst of the weekend. Let me get to Phil in Indiana. Always great to hear from Phil. Best and worst of the weekend. Hi, Phil.
3: Hey, Dan, always a great pleasure. Um, so my one and only time, Dan, that I uh, actually served time in a jail was my freshman year at West Virginia University. I got overly served at Mario's Fishbowl, fell asleep on the steps of White Hall, which is the geology building, Dan, and got picked up. Now, here's the best part, Dan. When they took me in, they left the cell door open and said, when you sleep this off, feel free to get up and just lock up when you're done it was like i was otis from the uh, andy griffith show but just wanted to share that with you Seton probably knows a little bit about the west virginia cops take care dan
0: all right phil no best and worst of the weekend just phil who's a high school basketball coach telling us when he got liquored up in west virginia happens man dime a dozen there phil no offense dime a dozen buddy jennifer in michigan hi jennifer what's on your mind today
3: oh good morning dan um my best of the weekend was the fact that the Lions are on a two-game winning streak. Worst is having to wait until next week for the semifinal for the Michigan Wolverines. I believe they're going to beat Georgia and then win the title.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Jennifer. Call in if the Wolverines uh, do get that win. I watched a lot of college football over the weekend. I watched high school football. I watched Dion Sanders, top recruit. Yeah, uh, his school state champions in Georgia played a team from Washington and they played I think in Las Vegas and Travis Hunter is the real deal. Offensively, he was spectacular. They didn't go much his way as far as defensive back. I did to talk I I talked to somebody a source over the weekend. I said, you know, is is this kid going because he wants to go to You know Jackson State. He said he wants to go to be with Dion. He wants to play for Dion. I said, well, what if Dion gets a job some other place in a year? He goes, he's going with Dion. That this is a package deal. And uh, he said it just wherever. If Dion was at Florida State, then he would have gone to Florida State. And uh, he said, but make no mistake about it, this was Dion saying to Florida State, "You didn't hire me. I'm going to take away your number one recruit." But I will say I watched probably maybe half of this game. Close to three quarters of this game. Came down to the last play. A wonderful game. Washington won. But this kid, is—he is he's got that it factor. He's got something where you watch him and you go, he's a whole lot better than everybody else. And you're going against an undefeated team from Washington. It was very good. Had a very good quarterback. Yeah, probably.
1: on Saturday, uh, Jackson State lost thirty-one ten to South Carolina State in the Celebration Bowl. But do, do you see Dion before the game? He had this like scooter, but oh, like yeah. a Deion Sanders scooter, yeah. not like the scooter you know. You, if you got a broken leg, he's yeah. rolling around the, the football field. Is great.
0: Yeah, tricked out. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's get our best and worst of the weekend. I'll start with you, Todd.
1: Best of the weekend,
3: watching Tiger Woods and his son together on the golf course in Orlando at the PNC. Tiger looked good. Charlie seemed very poised and mature. Worse, the Lakers getting blown out in Minnesota Friday night, one ten ninety two, 92 making matters worse. A.D. hurts his ankle and his knee. At one point, he kind of collapsed in the tunnel, his knee buckled. Expected to be out at least four weeks.
0: Yeah. yep. Yeah. It's going to be a long, regular season. Yes, McLovin. My, I'm going to start worse. The NFL
3: moving the Washington football game to Tuesday, and then the Eagles starting to lose players to COVID, and Washington getting everyone back. Philly is upset right now. My best is going to be way off the board. The series The Witcher on Netflix, popular series with Henry Cavill, the guy who played Superman. Mm. It is as sci-fi and fantasy as you can get, and you would hate it. Yep. There's dragons and, no, not and wizards, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, I'm still watching Yellowstone. Uh, succession is over, and I'm watching The Mayor of Kingstown with uh, Jeremy Renner. Yes, Paulie. Dope Sick with Michael Keaton. I,
1: it got it got kind of mixed reviews. Really? Oh, I'll be shocked if you don't like it. He's something.
0: But it's just it's about the pharmaceutical company. Yeah,
1: and the fallout for one group of people, a couple different groups. Is people.
0: this fentanyl or oxy uh, oxycontin. oxycontin? Okay. Uh, Sid O'Connor, best and worst. Best, and It's not often that in real time, in real life, you get to witness someone living out a moment that is going to become just a Hall of Fame meme that will live on for mm-hmm. decades to come. Okay. But the reaction of Frank Gore getting punched in the face, and then he... Sort of looks back at Terry Williams, and he's got the most terrified face. <laughs> it was—if you didn't see it, you have to go. We'll put it on our social media. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen in a boxing match. It, his face—he looks absolutely terrible. Like, what? How the hell did? Like, if somebody had just transported into his body and was like, "How the hell did I get in here?" That's exactly what it was. It was so damn funny. Well, um, my worst of the weekend. As I hate to admit it, but that was a hell of a punch that Jake Paul threw. To yeah, know. it does. Holy if, if you watch it from his corner, like that perspective, <laughs> and you just see the sweat go off Woodley's body, I mean, that was lights out. That's grown man yep. boxing right yep. there. I was like, dang. Yeah. Uh, Chris Godwin, it looks like, will be out for the remainder of the regular season for the Buccaneers. Antonio Brown, come on back.
1: Paulie, best and worst. Uh, college football, some title hardware given out. Division two title game, Ferris State, Road Valdosta State, 58-17.
0: I watched that. The quarterback for Ferris State is the best lacrosse player in the country. And, oh, by the way, was the best football player on that field in that title game love, against Valdosta love State. Love the color
1: commentary. Division three title game, Mary Harden-Baylor, which is a team, not a person. Uh, one fifty-eight seventeen, 17 and the FCS national title game is set. Montana State beats South Dakota State. North Dakota State beat James Madison. So on December, or I'm sorry, January 8th, Saturday, Montana State versus North Dakota State.
0: I tried to get you guys to watch, Mary, Mary Harden-Baylor. Good squad. And uh, that, that was a really good team. Really good. Talented. Uh, let's see. We'll get some more phone calls coming up. We're up against a break. Update the poll results if you can, McLovin. Okay,
3: hour two, we had we still had the Bucs poll. Are they more likely to lose their first playoff game? we go to the Super Bowl, lose their first playoff
0: game. We got a new one coming hour three. All right. Shocking sound from Bill Belichick. Doing something, saying something that I've never heard Bill Belichick say before. I'm being serious. Also, I guess we're getting a phone call from McLovin's friend who interrupted a somber ceremony. In France, as uh, they were playing taps and and bringing down the American flag at the cemetery. Yes, McClellan. Just give Sully a chance. Give him a chance. I gave him a chance in France, and he interrupted the ceremony. One more item as we close out, hour two, if you want to achieve your health and fitness goals, you got to put in the work every day. This is what happens. We get to New Year's and we go, okay, here's the New Year's resolution. Why wait until then? Support your daily workouts with M-Drive, the supplement for driven men with no plans to slow down even as they get older. you got vitamins, clinically tested herbs in there. It supports your body's natural testosterone production and gives you that energy and that strength and that mental boost you need to compete every single day. You can go to mdrivedan.com. You're going to get free shipping, 60-day money-back guarantee. You can also go to Rite Aid Vitamin Shop, or Walgreens to find mdrive. mdrive doesn't contain testosterone. Instead, it helps your body maintain its natural testosterone production so you have strength and energy and focus to compete day in and day out. mdrive's not for everyone. It's for the driven. You want healthy T-support, strength and energy you need to fuel your daily drive? You can get it with mdrive. Don't let age beat you. mdrivedan.com.